Today on Table Talk with BBYO Insider, we're talking about our experience at the March for Israel in Washington, D.C. Shalom and welcome back to Table Talk with BBYO Insider. I'm Jeremy Iskowitz from the Great Midwest region, and today I'm here with Ashley Weinstein from North Texas, Oklahoma region. So we were both just all in D.C. last week for the March for Israel, the largest pro-Israel assembly in American history. Ashley, can you tell me a bit about your experience? For sure. Some of the overall impressions and emotions I had from participating in the march were overwhelming. I had a great time meeting up with my friends and having the opportunity to march with so many other Jewish teens around me. I think it was incredible to have so many other Jewish teens who came from all over the country to celebrate and also to march for the people who couldn't and be with us that day. What motivated you to attend the march and how did you personally connect with the cause? I think the biggest thing that motivated me to attend the march in the first place, I I think I really, so if the march happened on Tuesday, I think the Tuesday before that was really like when I started to become interested in the march. Um, it was actually, I was seeing stuff posted on social media and I was seeing texts within some of the BBYO group chats. And I really wanted there to be a teen presence from the Chicagoland area there. I wasn't sure at the time, you know, if any of my friends could be there, if any friends were planning on being there. And I really wanted teens from the Chicagoland area, not just from within my region, but also with from my school to be in attendance at that march for the historic march. And I think what was really cool by the end, there was multiple people from within my region, multiple people from my school that ended up going there. So in the in the beginning, the main motivation was making sure that teens from the Chicagoland area were on foot present at the march. Um, personally, on my flight down there, I was the only teen on that flight. It was all adults. So, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that teen presence was there. And then personally connected with the cause. At first, when the whole war broke out, I'm someone that hasn't been to Israel. And I guess to me, that's something that isn't really common within a lot of people in the Jewish community. So, at first, I didn't really connect with it as much, but as as the war has gone on and as I've been doing more work in my community, like to me, it just like it it felt like I I needed to be I needed to be there. So, um, I completely agree with you. There wasn't a ton of representation that I originally thought was going to come from NTO. Originally, I just thought Jordan and I were going to be the only ones flying up. I remember we were on a regional board meeting, and Jordan was like, "Oh, I'm just going to fly up to DC." And I brought it up to my parents and they were like, there's no way we're sending you up to D.C. on a random Monday. And I ended up going to D.C. on a random Monday. But I think that it was truly one of a kind experience because I was one of the few NTO teens who went up with BBYO. I'm sure there were I did see a lot of Dallas families there with the Federation, but it was a really, truly unique experience for me. And I felt like it was like kind of like Jeremy said with Chicago, but with Dallas, like it was really important to me. For NTO to have representation and to have people there from NTO who like show that like NTO cares and like we stand with Israel and it was really important to us. Um, I actually also like am similar to Jeremy in the way that I have not been to Israel yet. Um, I'm hoping to go to Isla Sai in 2024, but we'll see if that happens. 
Um, and I feel like a big part of me connecting to this was hearing from the different people who have had experience in Israel, people who have been on trips with BBYO without BBYO, and hearing how their perspectives have completely changed after their trips and kind of looking forward to that and just also wanting to gain a greater perspective and gain greater knowledge about what was happening. And I feel like I would have I wouldn't have gotten that greater knowledge or perspective without going to D.C. Could you share specific moments or aspects of the march that stood out to you in terms of advocating for the freedom of hostages and fighting against anti-Semitism? Yeah, so there there actually was there was a couple of moments that that came to mind, but I think the main moment that really has been sticking with me for for this time and a moment that I keep talking about amongst many conversations was the way that the march opened. Um I think that when Hatikva was played the the amount of people that were near so i actually the little back backstory i actually was there a little too late to make it up by the bbyo crowd i ended up seeing a lot of my bbyo friends it was it was good to see you ashley um but the there was a lot of people around me you know of all different ages and everyone for the most part was just you know talking with each other and talking about you know what they've been doing to help and all of a sudden when hatikva you know came on through the speakers and the whole, uh, not the whole, I was going to say the whole venue, but we were outside the whole area just like got quiet and everyone was in unison seeing Hatikva. Like I, I had never been with so many people before. And I would have never thought that that many people, like the attention span of so many people would have shifted right to the March. I mean, there was other times where, you know, people were unison and chance and, you know, things like that. But I think Hatikva was just like one of those specific moments that just like, I will always remember just how over 290,000 people were singing Hatikva, like all at the same time, all together in one space. It was, it was something that, you know, I've seen videos of, of people in Israel doing and people around the world, but to actually like be present where that was happening, it, it was, it was just something that was like super, super special. Um, Ashley, how did the sense of unity amongst past, present, and future BBYO members and supporters impact the overall atmosphere of the march? I think it was really incredible to see BBYO alum, BBYO current teens, people who may be in BBYO in the future, people who had who had people who had parents who were in BBYO all come together. And even if they weren't representing BBYO for the march, like just seeing everyone come together and just support each other, support each other's family, be there for one another was really incredible. And I think it really shows the power of our BBY community and how far it reaches truly across the country, like far past the country, but around the globe. Um, it was really incredible to see like even like previous international board members who came from college to come and even be with BBYO because their BBYO experience meant so much to them that they wanted to come and be with BBYO because it had done so much for them. And I feel like, like I said earlier, just shows true power to the, to our community. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And I, like I had mentioned a few minutes ago is I was not able to make it up where BBYO was. So I wasn't, I wasn't, um able to get one of the amazing um shirts that they were giving out so i i actually had a friend pick one up for me but i was still wearing i was still wearing my uh my aza sweatshirt 
And from the second that I got to the airport in Chicago to to board my flight to DC, um, the first person that I saw that I wasn't, you know, traveling with, I think the time was just before 5 a.m. There was a lady that stopped me and, you know, recognized the AZA sweatshirt that I was wearing. And she she had told me, you know, way back when she was involved with BBYO. And I mean, she was she was asking me all these questions. She, you know, she remembered like the key terms, AZA, BBG, um, and, you know, and a couple other people on my flight as well. And then at the march, um, specifically like more of the past, I had a couple people come up to me um who were alumni that graduated just recently. I had um, college students from, let's think, uh, Arizona, Omaha. Um, I'm trying to think where else, but I had some of these people. They were like, "Oh, are you still in BBYO?" Like, and and I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Do you know so and so?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know so and so." I was like, "How do you know?" And they're like, "Oh, I just graduated, you know, last year or two years ago." So I actually feel like I saw more um, past BBYO members than I saw uh, current BBYO members. But also, you know, the future of BBYO was also in attendance. There was so many uh, kids that are were much more little than us. Um, so definitely the the future of this movement was in attendance in that rally and, you know, watching abroad as well. Ashley, considering the march took place in the heart of Washington, D.C., how do you think such events contribute to raising awareness and influencing policymakers? I think with how quickly and well put together the march was, considering we had congressmen, senators, and so many more people come to speak in front of the over 290,000 people who came out to support the march, I think that also in front of the Capitol building really was special to everybody. And I think that the meaning behind the march only grew so much greater by having these such high figures in the political world come and speak with us and how they really tried to emphasize how they stood with us and they understand our pain and they want us to to know that um they they want to be there for us i really felt like it only made the environment of the march that much greater and just full of support and i feel like having it only increased awareness and like as you saw like having these such high political figures as i'm still scrolling on my tiktok feed today and i'm sure for many more weeks to come i still am seeing videos of people speak or omar adam like singing the hatikva like i'm seeing like you said like i'm seeing all of these videos take place even a week later and just like people recognizing how many people came together to march for israel and it was just like so important and i feel like these speakers like made such a large contribution to the march and i feel like bbyo did a really really great job with that as well and i think courtney speaking made a like made bbyo represent really well and i think that because she was speaking with people who are so high in the political world that it made it really made people realize that like the work that we do as teens in the bbyo community truly has an impact on the jewish community around the world yeah no i mean you mentioned there was two things that you mentioned that stood out to me one being that you know, if you looked right beyond the stage, you could see the, you could see the Capitol building. I think that was something that like, I just kept like recognizing like throughout the entire event, like, you know, the stage could have been placed, you know, at 
at any different like spot within DC, but to have the Capitol building, you know, where some of our highest political figures, you know, being surrounded by, you know, the white house and a bunch of other like uh, government buildings, you know, it was the, the background, the location, it was just so powerful. And like you said, um, the politicians that spoke, you know, both Democrat, Republican, didn't matter, you know, Jewish, not Jewish, you know, just hearing them speak and showing their support for Israel was something that was really cool. And then also having uh, BBYO presence up on that stage as well. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times that I got there a little bit late. Um, so as, as I'm walking in, you know, past where the security was, I could hear voice. I couldn't see any screens, but I could hear voices up on the stage. And, you know, one second I'm hearing Courtney Sachs giving a speech. I'm hearing Logan Rich give a speech, Nate Newtstat, like to hear, to hear my friends and people that, you know, I've gotten a lot closer with past, you know, over the past year, the past summer, since then, it was, it was really cool to see them sharing the same microphone, the same stage, kind of like, kind of like what you said, Ashley. Yeah. Um, did participating in the march lead to any personal insights or growth for you? And if so, in what ways? I definitely think so. Um, I mentioned earlier that I had never been to Israel. So at first when the war broke out, um, you know, I was a little confused. I was a little lost, I would say, is the way I would describe it. And then, you know, just as things going on in, in Chicago, we hosted a community gathering a couple of weeks back where teams from BYO, USY, Nifty, um, many different other organizations, we all joined together. And I was one of, I think, six teams that got a chance to um, run the event. So, I mean, even that was personal growth. But I think the march, I mean, in many ways made me a lot more proud to be Jewish. Ashley, kind of like you, you know, there was skepticism amongst my parents, you know, about letting me go to D.C., um, I was able to fly in with a couple family friends, which I don't know if I would have been able to without that. But I I think just just being in there, regardless if I could even see the stage or not, hear most of the speakers, you know, regardless of any of that, I think, you know, in personal ways, I feel a lot more proud to be Jewish. I feel a lot more proud to be a part of BBYO. And I feel a lot more um like motivated, I would say, to to speak up and speak out and, you know, try to really make a, make a change in this world. What do you hope will be the lasting impact of the March, both in the community and in the broader context of the issues addressed at the March? I think one of my hopes for the lasting impact from the March is for people outside of the Jewish community, for people who have friends who are Jewish, for people who have family who are Jewish, but don't personally identify as being Jewish. I think that it is important that while they don't necessarily have to decide like where they stand politically, that doesn't matter. What matters is that they support their family. They support Israel. They support their friends and they make sure that their loved ones feel supported. And I feel like I'm actually taking a class right now that talks all about 9-11 and the events leading up to it. And something that has come up recently is Israel versus Palestine. And for me personally, it's a very personal like conflict and because I am one of the few Jewish students at my school. Um, I feel very underrepresented 
And I often have to keep my mouth shut when it comes to these types of conversations in fear of people lashing out or saying things that are really hurtful towards Judaism. So I feel like I just want people to be more cognizant of what they're saying. And before they say anything that could cause harm, or maybe they don't completely understand what they're saying, to like try to educate yourself. Like reach out to people that you like who know what they're talking about. Like know what you're talking about before you say something that could possibly hurt like your family and friends around you. We're not asking you to be completely pro-Israel. We're asking you to support us, to support your family, to support your friends that are Jewish. Because in these times, it's so important that we come together, not only as a Jewish community, because obviously the people inside the Jewish community continue to support each other no matter what. But we also rely on the support of our family and friends who may not be Jewish. So I think in the broader context of things, I ask and I really hope that people who were even live streaming the event and saw the impact that was being made at the event realize that this is something that truly matters to their friends and their family. And the best thing that they can do is to become as educated as possible. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions because asking questions is how you learn. And if you're more educated, then you can actually form opinions rather than just stating things your parents have said or stating things you might have heard on the news. Um, But I think in the Jewish community, I feel like this march has really continued to bring people together. It is continuously talked about in school for me. It is continuously talked about in NTO. And even now we're talking about how what we can do further to make what is going on in Israel, how we can help, what we can do in NTO to make in any way, shape, or form help the IDF, help those who are hurt, help the families in need, what we can do. And I hope my hope would be for other regions and other Jewish communities, federations, NCSY, Chabad, Hillel, whatever to do the same. Um, Jeremy, for those who couldn't attend the march, how would you encourage them to engage with and support causes to Israel, hostages, and combating anti-Semitism? Ashley, you you kind of touched on a lot of ways, um, you know, by answering the last question, but I know flying to DC on a Tuesday in November is wasn't the easiest thing for a lot of people, you know, Ashley, you and I included at first. Um, and I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think there was a quarter of a million people that, that tuned in from around the world on various different streaming platforms. So, you know, while there was nearly 300,000 people that were in attendance in DC, there was still another 250,000 people, you know, maybe plus, maybe give or take plus that were, watching via live stream from home or, you know, wherever they are, um, which, you know, that in itself, having another uh, quarter of a million people is something that, you know, is, is very, it's very noteworthy. Um, but I would just, I would say, you know, continue to, to find things within your own community. I know a lot of different communities are doing a lot of different things with different synagogues, with different youth organizations, things like that, you know, con- f- continue figuring out ways to help out locally, you know, like I said, it's not easy just to book a plane ticket and fly halfway across the country, but, you know, to drive a little bit out of your way um, is something that a lot of people can do, but even, even on a more like simpler 
um, context, you know, just continue to to post and share messages on social media. When the war broke out, you know, social media was flooded with people posting a lot of different things. Since then, myself included for a short time here, um, you know, social media kind of got quiet and the things were continued to be posted across many different sites, but no one was really like resharing them. And there was a lot of the things that got swept out of the bus, but, you know, continue to to make posts, continue to to share um, messages from, you know, the IDF, from the state of Israel accounts, from the BBYO messages, BBYO Insider puts out, you know, just continue to, to repost, reshare, post all that, you know, even that can bring awareness to the different causes. Um, and, you know, speaking up when something's not right, you know, it's not something that's easy. And I think I've gotten more confident in that throughout this whole war, which a lot of people can't confidently say that. But I think, you know, speaking up when anti-Semitism rises, you know, talking to your local politicians, writing, um, writing to them, you know, things like that will ultimately um, help, you know, I wish there was a, there was one simple solution that, you know, could help a lot of this. Unfortunately, there isn't, but, you know, raising your voice um, is definitely one of those ways that you could definitely help. Ashley, what messages or experience from the march would you like to share to inspire others to get involved in similar initiatives? I think kind of like you touched in the previous question, it doesn't have to be something as drastic as flying across the country or driving many miles to get to somewhere. I think there are many opportunities that happen in your own backyard per se, like not actual backyard, but in your own Jewish community, whether it's the Federation or BBYO. And if there aren't things that are actively happening in your region, talk to your regional director, talk to your community director, your staff, whatever, and try to make something happen to support the people of Israel. The people in your BBYO community want to come together and they want to help. So if you need any help facilitating that, I'm sure BBYO would love to help because we want people to speak up. We want people to stand out. And we do this by coming together as communities because we are community at large and we do this together. So I would say be speak up, stand out, and try to do something on your own with your community, with your family, whether it has to do with BBYO or not, to do something to help Israel. Yeah. And Ashley, you know, kind of as we, as we wrap up here, I think you know, you kind of mentioned it, but I think the biggest thing for me, you know, a takeaway is, you know, lean on each other. I think in a way, as much as the ra- as the rally was, you know, to, you know, address some of these issues about anti-Semitism, about the hostages, Israel, you know, it was really a, a safe space for 290,000 plus Jews. I mean, not, not even just Jews, but for 290,000 plus people to lean on each other and to support each other, you know, right where I was standing, um, there was, you know, people holding up signs that were like Christians for Jews. And, you know, so it wasn't just, it wasn't just Jewish people, but it was 290,000 plus people um, leaning on each other and supporting each other. And, you know, in some aspects, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a, it was a little bit of a social event. I, I ran into so many people I know. There were so many people that, you know, randomly near me were like, oh my God, like, I didn't know you were going to be here. Things like that. Um, So, you know, obviously things like this in DC don't happen um, as often, but, you know, within the community, especially teens, especially us, you know, we need to, 
you know, rely on each other and be there to support each other. So, you know, my final message would be, you know, just be there, check in on people um, because, you know, everyone is experiencing this a little bit differently. Um, So that would be kind of my final message. Okay, Jeremy, thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe so you can be the first to know when a new episode goes live. Catch you next time on Table Talk with BYO Insider.